We'll just talk, man. All right, who's going first? Are oh, you you introduce the podcast? Okay, so welcome to our very first Harvest Now podcast. Woo! Yeah, I'm very excited. We're finally getting it started. Yeah, and this is just a this is just a place where we can talk about stuff that can't get discussed at the pulpit, real raw stuff where we can answer questions, bring pastors on as well. Whoa. Um, but for this first one, I've got two leaders of Harvest Now Church. We've got Gerard, introduce yourself. Yo, yo. And we've got Jamison. Howdy. And uh, I just want, uh, and my name is Jello. And I just want, <laughs> <laughs> I just want to uh, introduce each one of us so that we, so that everyone knows who we are and where we come from. And there's validation in what we, what we say. So, I'll ask Jamison the first question. Yes. So, what what makes you believe in God right now? Right now, I think the same thing that's always made me believe in God is that He actually answers back. Yeah. When I call out to Him, like, uh, I I call out for help, and there's actual tangible answers, and that's what really got me to start following Jesus, pretty much. I guess I should have asked, who are you first? Okay. So, who are you? How old are you? Where do you come from? So, who I am, my name is Jamison. Um, I'm 22 years old. And where I'm from is, uh, most of my life, pretty much most of my teenagehood, grew up in Rudy Hill. Yeah. Um, so, pretty much around the whole uh, Blacktown area. Uh, currently at Marsden Park, so with my family, and I'm also married too. Married, We're married for uh, for two years. Oh, yeah. let's get it. You know what? We've got a married guy here. We've got a guy in a relationship, and we've got a single guy. Oh, wow. dude! Ooh. Oh, man! Praise God! Yeah. <laughs> 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 so we can okay. answer questions about relationships. Okay. Wow! And we can answer questions about all that stuff you know, from three different perspectives. I was actually thinking about that on the way here. I was oh, like, whoa. Okay. We got a married dude. Okay. I'm dating and Jelly's single. Like, Okay. Jelly's single. Wow. Well, hey, hey, hey. All right. So, Gerard, who are you? Where do you come from? And where are you at right now? I am Gerard. I'm 22 years old. Did you ask that question? My bad. 22 yeah. years old. <laughs> Good start, boys. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm 22 years old. Um, right now, where I'm at is I just went through a pretty tough season in my life and I'm coming out of that. And it's just like, um, I just feel like if God leads you into a battle, it's because he knows you're going to come out victorious. So, Amen. Um, yeah, that's where I'm, I'm at right now. Scripture is like really coming alive, dude. Um, yeah. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah. So Jello. <laughs> yeah, man. Who who are you? Um, how old are you? And where are you at right now, bro? Yeah, me. I'm Jello, but my real name is Manuel, and I'm 21. Um, where I come from, I was born in the Philippines. Came to Australia when I was one. Whoa, whoa, exotic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and where I'm at right now is, um, I when I was praying. God, sh- uh, one time, God showed me my purpose for living. And ever since then, I've been quite tunnel vision to that 
and I'm quite like I'm just at peace knowing that um, I'm headed in the right direction, and God's always with me. And yeah, just living with a purpose is amazing. That's where I'm at right now. Yeah. All right, so it's good. Forgot to talk in the mic. I said very cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're still new to this, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please yeah. bear with us. Okay, we used to it. So, uh, all right, now I'll ask. So, I'll ask Gerard. Yeah. So, what... I'm sure there's been many times where you have uh, you've had opportunities to doubt God exists. Mm. Many. And but you're still here and you're still on fire and devout, mm. full of faith. Thank you, man. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like really amazing. Yeah. Oh, dude, you're amazing. <laughs> like, you just change people's lives Yeah. because of God in you. And um, so my question was, wh- uh, why? Even after all, of y- all you've been through. Like why God? Yeah, why? Why? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna start off with some context. So going like towards that doubt part of your question, there was actually a pivotal point in my life where I actually did doubt God. I doubted His goodness. I doubted His existence. I doubted um, whether or not He was a father to me. Um, and that was when my mother passed away from cancer. Mm. And I was already a Christian at the time, um, and you know, had all this stuff, all this all this Christiany stuff, you if you want to call it that. Uh, that you know. God's going to heal your mom, this, that, all that good stuff, right? And nothing happened. Um, and yeah, and when my mother died, I obviously went through a depressive state. Um, and it was pretty rough, dude. Like I, on a good day, I was depressed. On a bad day, I wanted to die. So mm-hmm. yeah, um, that that happened. And that was in year 12, dude. So all of the stress of HSC and whatnot, um, a lot of pressure. Yeah, yeah, a bunch of pressure, dude. And um, I remember making a promise to my mom. I was like, "Yo, mom, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make you proud in school." And then there's this one day where <laughs> we got trial results back, and I literally failed everything. And I was like, "Dang," you know, <laughs> like the one, the one thing I promised my mom, I couldn't even achieve. And I was like, "Stuff it. Tonight's the night." Um, got home. Um, say goodnight to my sister and my dad. And then, um, yeah, I was like, okay, well, this is it. Got in my room. I'm, I'm bawling, like bawling my eyes out. I'm crying. Um, I'm like internally screaming and like screaming into my pillow, all that stuff. And then I'm looking at this this little little letter opener. I'm like, yeah, if I jab, th- I jab this into my throat, I'm good. Like, that's it. I'm out. Mm. I was looking at it, man. And then, this voice just, this, this sounds weird, right? This voice literally told me, it wasn't so much um, I heard it, but it was more like in my head, but it was mm. such a booming, thundering yeah. voice, you know? And it was like, don't do it, wait for Sunday. And I was like, mm. all right, well, no. you, you, you listen to that, yeah, you're like, okay, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. that was really big and scary, so I'm going to listen to that <laughs> rather than all the voices just saying, killing, uh, just kill yourself and, you know, you don't, you don't mean anything, you're a failure, this, that, blah, 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 blah. So I heard that booming voice. I was like, okay, well, that's the one I'm going to listen to. And worst, worst comes to worst, nothing happens on Sunday, I'll just kill myself on Monday, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So Sunday comes. And then 
you know, I hate, hated church at that at that point, man. Like my my dad literally forced forced me to go to church, and um, and then the end of service comes and the pastor, Pastor Chris, you'll meet her. Um, pastor Chris, she she does an altar call, mm-hmm. and then you know I'm crying for no for no reason, you know, and then um, and then. I really didn't want to go to the front. That was the last thing I wanted to do. And my dad was crying as well. And he's like, son, you have to go. I'm like, I'm not going. And my dad had to literally pull me to the front. And like, there I am. And I'm, I'm, literally, I'm, I'm literally calling out to God, like, God, where are you? Help me, you know, mm. screaming. And um, this one lady, she, she just gives me a hug, man. And is like, she she's just praises over me. She's like, devil, get off this boy. In Jesus' name, and I command uh, rivers of living water to flow through him wow. right now. In Jesus' name, and just like that. Wow! All that depression, suicidal <laughs> thoughts, the burden, all that nasty stuff, the demonic stuff. If if you want to say that, it's just lifted, man. Wow. Um, Praise God. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's like I I keep going back to that. That's probably the reason why um, I just keep moving forward. Like if he did it once, wow. he'll do it again. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's me. Have you uh, ever doubted God ever since then? Yes, yes, I have. Um, so the season I was talking uh, talking about then, when I introduced myself, wow, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, when I introduced myself, I was like, man, uh, it wasn't so much doubting God; it was like doubting God in me. Mm. Um, Bible says, you know, we're the temple of the Holy Spirit. Uh, Jesus actually says. Um, I knock on the door of your heart. If you let me in, we'll come in and feast with you. Um, he says, you know, uh, my father and I have made a home in you. All that good stuff. And then I'll, and then there's this one point where I was just like, whoa, like, do I actually believe what I'm doing? Because I'm a leader and all that pressure gets to you yep, sometimes, yep. man. You start listening to the voices yep. that you're not supposed to, you know. Um, and my mistake was I actually took the time to say like, wow, you make a good point to those negative thoughts right um and I, st- I instead of feeding myself with the truth of the word of, of jesus of god of holy spirit like all those truthful um things in the bible i started meditating on the negative stuff that i was feeding myself um because of pressure of um of all this other stuff that happened man and um i was like man i remember uh watching a um a prayer series by Lester Sumrall mm-hmm. and it was at one point he was talking about leadership and Lester Sumrall says a leader is always ahead of the pack and that was like wait if a leader is ahead of the pack then why do I feel so far behind mm. and I kept thinking about that I was like man I'm a lousy leader man I haven't got anyone saved in a while I haven't seen a miracle uh all this stuff haven't prayed for anybody in a while because I wasn't just I wasn't stepping out you know I forgot about that part, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah. And all the pra- uh, practical side of the gospel, I left out, right? And I started thinking about um, all this stuff that I wasn't doing. Um, and I, I, I wasn't thinking about um, how far I've come as a leader, my progress as yeah, a leader. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, man, do I, <laughs> do I actually love God? You know, I d- that was the that was yeah. sort of... That was the sort of doubt, if you want to talk about that. Doubting God. Um, like um, you said, because you believe that God heals, right? Yeah. And then I'm sure that thought came 
oh, why didn't you heal my mum? Yeah. So how did you how did you deal with that? Okay, so that went on for that went on the whole time before I got prayed over by that lady from church, right? Mm. Um, like obviously now I've I've come to the point of like a sound mind, yeah. And like I've researched the scriptures about um what actually happened, and there's this instance in the Bible where um Lazarus dies, right? And his sister's like weeping and. She goes to Jesus. She's like, Jesus, if only you were here, this wouldn't have happened. And Jesus is like, uh, I am the resurrection and life. Anyone who believes in me will live. Even though he die, he lives mm. because of me. Yep. So in that case, my mother was not like, she didn't actually die, mm. right? She yeah. graduated, yeah. Wow. right? She graduated That's from awesome. an earthly sort of, Vibe. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I was realm, <laughs> yeah, realm, whatever. Yeah. I don't. I, I want to make this as simple as possible, <coughs> yeah, so people yeah, are like, true. so, so the 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 guy or girl listening to this right now is like, wow, I, I can relate to that. Yeah, I'm not yeah. using like big words, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, if I can explain it to a five year old, then anyone that's can right. understand it. That's that's what I want to do right now. So um, yeah. So she went from from earth to heaven and didn't die. Yeah. Right. Mm. She just yeah graduated. Yes. Yeah, that's how that's how I've been per- perceiving it. And like Jesus says, um, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Yeah, but I've come to give life and life abundantly. Right. Yeah. So what happened there? So I assessed my situation: was it a stealing, killing, and destroying, or was it a life and life abundantly? Mm. Right. Mm. So he kills my hopes and dreams. The devil, right? Killed my hopes and dreams. Destroyed um, my relationships and all this nasty stuff. But in the end. What God, uh, what what the devil meant for for evil, God meant for good. We see that in the instance of Joseph, mm, mm. Um, uh, nearing nearing the end of his life, um, he gets his revelation how um, what what they meant for evil, um, God made made it to be mm. uh, made it for good, right? And I, I I I took that in myself as well, and yeah, so life life and life abundantly. That's what mum. What's, that's what my mom experienced, man. She's yeah. experiencing yep. life abundantly right yeah, now. Praise God. Yeah. You know? Amen. Right. So, yeah, yeah. That was, um, that, does that answer the question, yeah, Mark? That's yeah, good. yeah. That was great. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. That was really good. Oh, oh thanks, Mark. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Holy Spirit. Well, that's just true. Praise that's God. why. It's from the heart, man. It's, so. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't, I can't um, make this up. Like, what, <laughs> what do I gain yeah. from, yeah. from lying exactly right. about the gospel? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't, I don't exactly gain anything. Like, if, if this, if there's this famous quote I remember, um, How's it go? Oh yeah, if if the gospel, um, if this whole G- thing about Jesus is is um is a hoax, mm-hmm. then nothing to it. But yeah. if it um, but if it's real, then it means everything. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. 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 Take it or leave it. It's your call, bro. But you know, God's good. Yeah. Um, Amen. Yeah. 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 That's, awesome. That's good. 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 <laughs> on, <laughs> on a JMO, brother. On from that, they are JMO. Yeah. What's up? So, yeah, you've gone through a lot of challenges in your life, and I'm sure <coughs> the thought has come, um, like, is God real? Yeah. Obviously, if if God was r- like the thought have the thought probably have <coughs> has come to you where mm. it was like, if God is real, how come this? How come that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, do you have anything to share in regards to that? Well, I think something yeah, something very similar to Gerard, uh, as in like he went through a season of 
God, what's happening right now? I can't hear you. I can't, nothing's happening. I'm not seeing anything. I was getting bored, yeah. like really bored. Mm. Like I yeah, felt yeah, like yeah. nothing mm. at all was happening in my own life and in church. And like I had to get, I had to get into the word. Like that's the place to go when you, when you feel like nothing's happening. Yep. The word is the place to go. And so um, I can't give you the like scriptures right now at the top of my head, but I do remember reading like to learn how to meditate on the good things yep. in every circumstance you go through. And so my prayer in that season was, God, remind me, show me good thoughts, the things that you have done in the past to get me through this season. And what was he doing? He was doing that exactly. Like I had to learn how to remember, God, you did this in the past for me. Mm-hmm. And like in order for me to be prepared for the future victories, I had to remember the past ones yep. and hold on to them yep. because yeah. those were the, the evidence that God is real in my life. And I had to stick to that. And like I, I can apply the same, um, the same concept, right? Like one of my favorite uh, situations in the Bible is when Jesus heals uh, the blind man with the mud. Mm. And um, so with that guy, right? So this took, this, this, this is one of my favorite faith stories in the Bible because Jesus could have, instantly healed that guy right off the bat just the same way he healed many other guys like like that yeah at the touch of a hand right so how did jesus heal him right he he this guy was blind and he he didn't know that jesus was coming jesus approaches him and goes i can heal you he could have did it like that but what did he do he goes look i'm gonna get some mud put this in your eye and then he spat it yeah and he's thinking okay some guy some dude is spitting on the, on the floor <laughs> and putting something in my eye okay yeah I'm gonna spit it takes yeah, to make yeah, my exactly. bro <laughs> and the thing is this is some stranger he doesn't know who he is and, yeah. like, and he's like okay he's claiming that he can heal me right now and he's spitting on the floor yeah and he's like okay so he's like alright now that I put this mud on your eye I want you to go to that fountain or to that river whatever it was and I want you to wash your eyes mm. this guy is blind yeah how is he gonna navigate himself to that place and it was honestly purely trusting this guy, Jesus. He purely trusted in the fact that he said, look, if you do what I'm going to tell you right now, oh, wow. yeah, yeah. you're going to get healed. And he's like, man, I don't, I don't know what you look like. This is the first time I've met you. Mm. I'm blind. I don't even know how to get to this place. And now you're <laughs> saying, if I get there, I'm going to get healed. Yeah. What happens when he gets there? Yeah. He gets healed, right? So that guy like literally walked Ex- by faith. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was purely by faith. Like, see, sometimes we get caught in, in, in seasons where... God, I don't know what's happening. You could change this right now, but he wants us to endure through faith. Mm. Like it's, it's, that, it's that faith route. It's a faith that we have to take because he can do things instantly. Yeah. But sometimes it's the faith that he wants because he wants that character. He wants us to, mm. to be able to endure through these situations and not just get instant results like a, like a spoiled brat all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Does mm. that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. Um, then my next question would be, how did you get to that point where you would go to the Word and believe in the Word? Because obviously there was a point where you didn't even believe that yeah. the Word was true or that's that the right. Word was the Word of God or if any of this stuff was legit. Um, so how did you get to that point where um, you had that option of going back to the Word? Yeah. Is this for me or for Gerard? For you. For me. So, okay. So I think that as the simplest way I can put it is when I first started reading the Word, and I started putting it to practice. I started doing what it said, mm. and then what it said is gonna do started mm. happening. Yeah. Like an example, there were times where I needed finance. Yeah. And I, uh, the word says, you know, call out to the name of Jesus, you'll be saved. Mm. Which is like your situations or whatever, you know, like out of my distress, I called into the Lord, and He answered me, set me free. Yeah. Mm. There were moments where it's like, God, I need finance right now. I need something to meet my need. 
and then moments later, days or weeks after, that exact thing that I prayed for will happen. Hmm. So the fact that the word started working in my life is what gave it the evidential uh, truth for me to turn to. Like it yeah. became something to fall onto, come yeah. back to every single time because when I started doing what it said, it started producing what it promised. Ooh, that's what Say it started that again. doing. So what <laughs> I'll put it say when it's st- when I started doing what it said, it started producing what it promised. Come on, that's mm. good. That's like that's that. exactly what started happening. Take so notes. yeah, so <laughs> it's it's the truth, man. Like I I put it this way, I found a book, I started doing what it said, mm. and it started doing what it promised. And it's really that's that simple. awesome, man. Yeah. It's really that simple. So Thank it's you. like instead of I've got to see it to believe it. You believed it, and then exactly, you saw it. yeah, exactly yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. I had to trust what this word was saying, yeah, because that's, that's so what cool. the word is saying to believe it. Hmm. Even though you're not seeing, it, you have to believe by faith, not by sight. So I, I had to apply that concept into my own life, and it started happening. Hmm. Mm. That's good, man. Wow, yeah, yeah. hey, give us an example of um of something you prayed for and it happened a week later. Okay, so. All right, this is, I think you guys might remember this situation where like, okay, so me and my wife, we were planning on going to Adelaide because mm. that's where she's from. And we had like, if anything, we had like negative dollars in our account pretty much. Yeah. We were like, so, uh, we were so broke, if I'll put it that way. We had yep. no money. <clears throat> and it's like, God, we need the finance right now because we're going to be staying there for a month. I had no job at the time. Yeah. And it's like, we need provision because... We knew in our hearts that we need to go there, spend time with our family, but we just didn't know how. Yeah. And so we were praying that week, and it was tough, man. I, I was I was crying a lot that week actually because yeah. I was I was scared like of God, I don't know I don't know where the money's coming from. Mm. And then that Sunday, um, uh, our senior pastor, Pastor Paul, came. You remember yeah. this story, yeah, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is what happened. So uh, we're just in the middle of service, and I remember just the Holy Spirit telling me like, uh, your pastor's got something for you be expected and i'm like (laughs) 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 what do you mean he's got something for me i don't know he's like oh but just trust me he's like okay so uh we're in that service and um you know pastor paul's preaching and then he i remember he looks at me and he's got a very piercing look for the the people that are listening you guys that know this guy he's he's got got a very very authoritative look and it's amazing hopefully we can get him on here yeah 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 yeah. we will we will we will and then um i remember he said something to me and he was like God's got something for you. Something like that around those lines. I don't remember the exact words. Mm. But because it kind of brushed my head, brushed over my head. I was like, huh? And then he started preaching again, started uh, talking. And all of a sudden, he comes back to me. He tells me to stand up. And he puts uh, some scripture on the board, uh, on the projector. And he wanted me to repeat the scripture. And he's like, all right, say it 12 times. Oh, yeah, I remember. Do you remember? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, say it 12 times. And, um, and I can't, I can't remember the exact scripture. I'm sorry, um, but it was like I know it was in Luke, and it was talking about. Um, do you guys remember the scripture? No, nah, dude. Nah, it was. Yeah, forgive me, but I don't remember the scripture. But he wanted me to say it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's like, say this twelve times. And then by the time I got to the third time, I remember I just, I just bolted out, like just crying, like bursted out crying, like I could not yeah. say a single word because I knew God was gonna do something, and mm. it was coming. Like the presence of God just, sh- like it really shot me hard. Yeah. And then he goes, he starts like saying, grab the offering basket right now. And he's like, you, get the offering basket right now. And then he brings it. And then here's my wife with me. She's crying too. And he goes, he says to me, all the works that you've been doing, God has seen it and it was not in vain. Mm. And because uh, I remember that whole week, I was like, God, I've been doing all these things, but nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. I've been doing these things. And he comes possible to say, all those works you were doing were not in vain. Yeah. Here is the finance. 
Yeah. And it banged right on my lap. I'm like <laughs> on the I'm like sitting there, I'm crying. And, and he's like, man, this and this is the exact money that we needed wow, for the trip. The geez. exact money. Exact. The exact Love the exact it. money Praise that we God. needed, man. I know. And I was like, wow. God. <laughs> and, okay, so a bit of context for this. Pastor Paul, right? He lives eight hours away from us. Mm. I had zero communication with him. He had no idea that I needed finance. Mm. He he just heard from God. It's that yeah. simple. 100%. He heard yeah, yeah. from God. I prayed to God. God told him. And then he through him, God provided. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, wow. Yeah, like God works through people. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It was so amazing. Like, man, this is why I know that the word works. Like, mm. talking, asking God for help works because yeah. he comes through every time. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, that's, yeah, that's one of the testimonies uh, that I remember that changed my life pretty yeah, much. Yeah. Wow. Like, before yeah. that point, I didn't even know you were going through. Yeah, exactly. Financial until right hardship. now. Yeah, until yeah, like no, right bro, now. I was crying. I had to stay strong, man. Yeah, yeah, I, I remember it was like, uh, he told you to say, I'll never live a day broke. That's right. Something like that. Yeah. I'll and never be broke again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you said it once, really quiet. And he's like, now nah, say it again. That's right. And then eventually you broke down. The, the scripture went something like, you know, I, I came to set the captives free from poverty or something like that. Oh, um, I know that scripture. It's, a, it's, a, it's out of, pretty sure it's out of. Um, Isaiah, Jesus Christ. There was right? one. There was one. It was in Luke. I remember it was in Luke. I think it was one that was in the Spirit of of the Lord is upon me. So that one. Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. We'll find it and then. Hold on, I'm trying to think. I'm pretty sure it's. Yeah. 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 You know, sometimes we can't memorize all the scriptures. Yeah, yeah. I'm just <laughs> being real here. You know, I'm just being real here. Yeah, we'll find it. We will find it because yeah, yeah, it's yeah. in there. Tomek, <laughs> Tomek for whoever is listening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, That's it. So Luke four eighteen, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. That's the one. He has sent me That's to proclaim it. liberty to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind. That's to set it. at liberty those who are oppressed to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. That's ex- mm. that's yeah. exactly the one. Sorry. Yeah. So that was it. Yeah. So whoever's listening right now, maybe that's the scripture for you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah look it up right now. Yeah. What was the scripture I just said against today? Luke four eighteen. Luke four eighteen. That's it, man. Cool. So uh-huh. yeah. Sweet as. Yeah. Right. Well. Ask me a question. Ask you. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so yeah. Um, I remember you going through a really tough season in your life. When? Um, you took a break from church. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah. and um. I feel like I've known you the longest out of everybody here. Um, mm. Like we went, we, we started going to youth group, Lifehouse yep, is what yep. it's called. Come to Lifehouse, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I remember the first day we went to Lifehouse together um, and we bonded over some, some game on the iPhone. Mm. iPhones were blocky at the time. <laughs> they, they actually had home buttons on the screen. We bond- brick, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we bonded over League, I think. Oh, yeah, we oh bonded over League gosh. of Legends. Yeah. I still play. Oh. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I repent. Oh I played that for one day. I deleted it straight away. I couldn't do it, bro. <laughs> I could not do it. But anyway, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Um, I remember just bonding over stuff because, yeah, yeah, um, Jello back then. Yeah. Oh, here's a better question. I was going to say um, Jello back then was really reserved. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Jello, here's a, here's a question of the day for you, bro. Here we um, go. What... What caused the change in you from being reserved to being outgoing? Great question. Because I know there's a lot Ooh, of there's a lot of question. introverts probably listening. Yeah. 
and mm. they're they're struggling they struggle with social anxiety and not wanting to uh mm. go in places with crowds feeling uh isolated and alone at parties yeah, like i felt yeah. like that sometimes as well um so yeah what um what helped you with the transition what, like what changed you was there a drastic change from yeah. being reserved to outgoing what like what happened it was definitely a process right um it was tr- initially it was triggered by people good people godly people who just encouraged me every day so i remember i i sang uh in choir in kindy to mm. year 6 but then i never sang after that mm. so from year s- 7 jello is a worship leader by the way yes yeah and so from one. Ooh, you should hear his voice year <laughs> seven. sing right now just kidding later later but year 7 to year 12 i stopped singing even my parents didn't know uh if I could sing or not. Mm. And then uh, to to cut the shory story short, at the end of year 12, I went from uh, pursuing medicine to all of a sudden doing music. <laughs> and it took <laughs> everybody... medicine? Yeah. Oh, man. And Smart boy. And yeah. people like were taken by surprise. They didn't know I could sing. My parents didn't even mm. know I could sing. Um, but yeah, what triggered it was people seeing the potential in me. And then just drawing that out. And then what happened, The pro- what the process was like. Um, eventually, when I started getting closer to God, this is recent as well. Mm. Because I think uh, up until recently, it was all a really slow process. Mm. But recently, and Jameson can... Testify, like, yes. within one day, I was completely different. And it was oh, yeah. when, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was like, I just had this slow decline, even while I was a Christian, mentally, um, until eventually I reached the lowest of low and wanted to commit suicide. Mm. Like, I was that depraved where I was, like, willing to just kill myself. Mm. And once I got there... I was just screaming out to God. I'm like, God, if you're real, then like I, I, I reached that point where I even started doubting if he's real. Mm. I was like, God, either kill me or or help me. I was just in my room. Kill me or help me. I started crying. And I'm like, yeah, the only other option is to kill myself. I, I didn't see any other way out. I just wanted to, mm. I just wanted the pain to stop. And, um, that one night, I just felt something supernatural. I can't explain it. Like, I can't put it into words. I can't um, logically explain yeah. God. Yeah. And this was the night before I talked to you, Jamison. Yep. And then you happened to be going through something that night. And I was just like, I don't know. Like, how would you explain me uh, when, you, when I spoke to you? Well, I'll put it this way. So, I saw you uh, a few days before that, maybe. Yeah. And you were really like down in the dumps, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Everyone. Like it was to the point where if I were to say something to him, it wouldn't go through. Yeah. Like mm. there was like a big wall of China yeah. around him. And like if I and but then it came, on Tuesday, it was the week after, <laughs> the Tuesday, yeah. He came up to me, he's like, Can I talk to you? I'm thinking, oh man, I'm, uh, this is gonna be bad. I think I'm honestly thinking this is gonna be bad. I think he's gonna like. Why'd you roast me, bro? <laughs> yeah, I, I, was, I, I was like scared. I'm like, is he gonna like tell me that like he's gonna end his life or something? Like, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. Well, oh, he's gonna confront me. I'm like, even worse. But then he comes in like so energetic and happy. I'm like, 
what? Is this? I'm thinking about. Is this Jello? Yeah. Like I just saw him a couple of days before, and he was like really gone. Yeah. But then here he is, so energetic and so happy. I was like, man, something, something, something really changed. happened. Yeah. yeah, something definitely happened. Yeah, and I believe faith is supernatural. Like you can't 100 explain it. Like why do we believe what That's we right. believe? 100. percent Yeah. Like the. F- uh, you believed and then you saw. Why do we that's believe? Right. Yeah. You know? And I think that's what happened to me. I believed first. Yeah. I was like, God, it, yeah, I, I was so stubborn that it took me to the point where it's either I kill myself or I go to God. Mm, <laughs> and I right. went to God. And he met with me. Like, I drew near to him. He drew near to me. And something, like, crazy happened to my brain, like, to my brain, to my heart, to everything. Mm. I was mm. just a completely different person. Mm. And that night, um, that night, I still remember a dream that I got. So I was still super heavy, but I yeah. still got this amazing dream where God showed me talking to a whole bunch of people. Yeah. Wow. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And I woke up, I remembered that. And I'm like, there's no way I can die here if God showed me that. Mm. Mm. And yeah, ever since then, <coughs> he's been like just showing me what's in the future, and it's amazing. That's and good. it's a relationship. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's that's how I got from reserve mm. to to talkative. Can yeah. I can, yeah. I, can I add on to that question? Like in regards to your testimony. Yeah. So you said that you were a Christian for years, right? Yeah. Pretty much, you grew up. So, <coughs> what happened? in that whole time when you were a Christian, why did God let you get to that point? Or why were you in that point when you had God in your life? Um, so I was actually at the front yeah. for a while. I was worship leading. And one day, I just heard from God. And I don't know, uh, back then I don't hear from God. But there was this one instance where I, where I just... I just heard something and I somehow knew it was from God. Mm. Mm. And he's like, you've got an idol. You're not really worshipping me. I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) And it felt like my whole foundation just got ripped apart. Mm. My whole world got ripped apart because all of a sudden I, just the light was, the light exposed me for who Mm. I was. Mm. That's good. And from there, it just reformed everything. I'm like, oh my gosh, why am I doing the things that Mm. I do? Mm. Is it for God or is it for people? Yeah. yeah. Is wow. it for God or is it for attention? Is it for me? Mm. And um yeah. That that was a defining moment for me because that's when I started becoming self-aware mm. and not mm. becoming uh, a Christian that's in this loop of just serving in the ministry. Yep. Right. Um and then from there, like I just didn't know I I didn't really know better because I still had that idol and it just yep. kept growing and growing and growing and growing. Mm. And it that root uh, it just started, uh, like, a whole bunch of stuff started growing from that bitterness, jealousy, mm. envy, uh, covet- covetousness, unforgiveness, all of that stuff. It was just poison, and I wanted to, like, it was just too much. And then eventually, like, I got down to rock bottom, and God just, mm. uh, you know, like, all those verses are true. Like, he transferred me from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom mm. of light. And I felt that. Like, I felt the overwhelming love before that experience that night where i was like i just had that heart to heart with god i those verses meant nothing to me but now Mm. they're all like after that night i read the scripture and everything's alive all of a sudden 
and I can't explain it. Like it's so crazy because right. I am so I before that I was so analytical. I would think of a way to explain it logically mm, why yeah. someone got healed. I was like, oh, it's placebo, mm. placebo definitely. But then now I realize that how can how does placebo work on someone who's dead? Mm. <laughs> you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah bro. I'm like, it oh, work, bro. Hallelujah. <laughs> so like, oh, yeah. wow. that's good. So it's really crazy. God's really good. Yeah. And it's only re- and uh, the main thing that's keeping me on fire and uh, doesn't the thing that's keeping me from just being being reserved again is I feel like I I died mm-hmm. that night. Mm. Jello died. Yeah. Manuel, Manuel died. Yeah, I feel like I now died. Now Jello. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I just feel like, um, yeah, I could have, my life could have ended right there that mm, night. Right. So everything after that is now time that God uh, paid for me. Mm. Mm. It's not my own life anymore, so it doesn't yeah. matter what happens to me. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so, so it's, yeah. Um I'm gonna just add on to what I asked as well. Um so what advice would you give to an introverted Christian who who mm. wants to do more but is like held back by my fear by or fear or, or like um, just yeah, just being an introverted person. Yeah. Like what would you say to them? I would say draw near to God. The scripture says draw near to God and he'll draw near to you. That's real. Yeah. Amen. So Definitely. do that. Mm. And it'll position your mind to just, yeah, it'll just do something supernatural to you. Mm. I'm not mm. gonna explain it logically because I can't. So how does um how does a person actually draw near to God? What I did was I got on uh to paint a picture. I got on my knees. Actually, no, I was just on my bed. I put my face. I buried my face into the bed, and I just humbled myself. I'm like, God, I can't do it. Mm. I was, uh, yeah, like, I was just real. Yeah. If you're real with God, man, everything will change. Because what I was saying to Mm. God, if I were, if people were there with me in the room, they would think that um, it's blasphemy. Mm. But I was just being real. God, kill me or help me. Yep. I was just, Mm. yeah. And... That to him was enough. God met me where yeah. I was. Yeah. And he picked me up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was genuine from the from the heart. Yeah. And uh, now, now what drawing near to God looks like for me is reading the word. Because mm. it's alive and God is the word. Yeah. That's right. Um, yeah. And when you read all of that stuff, it just positions you to hear from God. Yeah. Mm. And that's when all the supernatural stuff starts happening. Like uh, one prayer meeting, because I, I was full of the word already. And then one prayer meeting, I was just praying and he showed me something. And like, he showed me my whole life, the future of it. And I was like, oh my gosh. And from there, like, uh, there's just purpose to my life. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel. I don't know how I was living before that. I was just wandering aimlessly. But now there's like, there's a target and now I'm walking to it. That's good. You know what I mean? That's awesome. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, so let's go on the topic on, of purpose. 
like what would what would you say what helped you find your calling or your purpose like what what was like the big ah oh, eureka moment you know mm, what i mean yeah. what um what happened in for the me? church uh, yeah for you yeah yeah for me uh i believe that god puts <coughs> passion and gifts and talents into you from birth that's right right so there are people who have an an affinity towards <coughs> cooking for some reason yes. yeah you know even yes. when no one in their family is a chef Mm. There are people. I was in a. Fa- I'm in a family that no one can sing. Yeah. Sorry, mom. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Sorry, she's dad. A gr- she's a great <laughs> singer, man. Yeah, she's all right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, she's she, she's she's. she's yeah. All right. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but I'm a singer. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, like from kindy to. Uh, just in hindsight, I see how God just puts everything together. Yeah, He makes all things work together for the good of those who loves Him. And mm. uh, that eureka moment was when um, God put me in a position. Oh man, my first job I was selling vacuum cleaners, door to door. Dang. What? Like, oh, what an uh, yeah, because you're still reserved at that point. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And. These weren't just Freak. any vacuum cleaners, guys. This was $4,000 vacuum cleaners. Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just got a came out and get a $15 <laughs> yeah, one, Exactly. Right? Yeah, uh, far oh. up. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, wow. uh, oh, man. So, a testimony from that one is the first day uh, working there, I got paid 20 bucks. <clears throat> I started at 9 a.m. and I finished at 1 a.m. the next day. Oh, got that's paid, rough. I got paid $20. And That's I, rough, I, I called my pastor at 1 a.m. and he picked up. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Praise God. And he's like, I just told him the situation. He's like, wow, that's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> and Thanks. I'm, and I'm like, yeah, I got to quit. <laughs> I got to leave. And then he's like, no, nah, just give it a couple more days. It won't kill you. And I was so pissed off at him because <laughs> I wanted to quit. But he's not letting me quit. So, And I agreed with him. It's not going to kill me if I go for a couple more days. Right. I went the next day and it was even worse <laughs> for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just I left, but then I f- I heard God, <laughs> and and again like at that time I I didn't hear from God a lot, mm-hmm. but I knew God was speaking to me. So on the drive home, He was like, "Go back." I'm like, "No way." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> and then uh, My the one of the supervisors call and he's like, "Oh, Manny." Uh, did you go and get lunch or something? And like, no, nah, I went home. And like, oh, <laughs> all right, <laughs> bye. And then, yeah, God just wouldn't leave me alone. He's like, go back, go back to that job. And I'm like, no way, God. And then I just kept going and I started giving resumes up. God's like, go back. Oh no, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> and then, Real um, relationship with God. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, we've come a long way. <laughs> God. At home, he wouldn't. He would not leave me alone. He's like, go back, and I'm like, God, you have to change me, or I'm not going back. And then five minutes later, this guy Jamison right here. Oh my God! He says, <laughs> he. So I asked God, either change me, or I'm not going back. Jamison sends me a link. He doesn't know what I'm going I had through. No he, idea. He did not know I w- had a job. <laughs> so he did not know I even had a job in the first place, and. He sends me a link that's titled How to Change the Way You Think. And I'm like, oh my. God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's oh, awesome. freaking frick. I, re- <laughs> I watched the video and like, oh my gosh, it changed me. 
<laughs> Dang so <I> it. <laughs> Sweet. No, and then I went, now I'm going to go back. <laughs> I went back the next day, and they're like, oh, Manny, look, he's back. Wow. And I'm like, ah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm back. And then I stayed there for five months. Yeah. Um, and in that five months uh, period, I grew so much uh, in terms of communication. Wow. And I realized that I love to talk. I love talking. Mm, like I wow. get I get fulfilled out of talking. Yeah. Um and that's what I got out of it and go, when God to, uh, told me to leave, like he had to use Pastor Paul to tell me to leave. Mm. As soon as I left, I got another job the next day. Wow. Wow. So that's awesome. Um but yeah, what I learned in that job was I love to talk. Before that, I loved music. Mm. And then my prayer became specific. I love talking and I love music. That's good. God. So I want a job that is in line with both of those things. And while I was searching for a job, there's nothing that fits that description of to do with music and um, talks. And it is to do with me talking. But then uh, Pastor Chris, she sends me a job that's to do with talking and it's to do with music. And even wow, further than that, it's to do with worship music. Wow, come on. That's and I'm like, oh my gosh. The like I started, top. I started I started like getting really excited. I applied for it. And this was around the time where I left the church. Mm. Um so the f- the first week I left church, Pastor Paul shook my hand, it's like four weeks. I'm like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and I skedaddled. skedaddled. But I remembered good word. Cute. Um but then the next week, I go to Day Spring Church. I was visiting there. One of the leaders comes up to me. He's like, Jello, three weeks. I'm like, oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> you don't know this guy, do you? No. Nah. Wow. He just comes up to me and starts wow. prophesying. I'm People like, oh, my so gosh. Good. People hearing from God is so 100%, cool. 100%, man. That's I love so it. cool. <laughs> and then he's like, uh, yeah, so for that three weeks, I was pressing into God. I don't want to miss what's going to happen in that three weeks. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, and then at the end of that three weeks, I got the job. Wow. So I was <laughs> like, I was praying for music and praying for talking. Wow. And Praise God. God is able to do exceedingly above any, anything I can ask and think. And he gave me, on top of that, worship music. Oh, like, praise yeah. God. So good, man. And in hindsight, I realized that I, wa- like in Kirby, while I hated that experience, in hindsight, he was preparing me. Wow. And he was preparing me for my purpose, yeah. calling. Ooh, that's yeah. awesome. Let's go. Yeah, and like um, along along with that as well, along the same line, sort of. Yeah. I um I remember being in school, and I was a talkative one, man. Like yeah, I yeah. I didn't know the teacher, I didn't know the kids around me. Yeah. I just liked talking. Yeah. yeah. And the whole time, teachers would always be like, um, "Be quiet! Oh, go outside! Oh, go to the naughty corner! Blah blah blah! You know, yeah. detention! Blah, blah, blah. And like, and then they were. And now, like, what they taught me to, to silence has become my greatest asset. Wow. Like, I love to talk. Like, I work in retail, and I love nice. knowing about, like, um, people's days. Like, I'm nice. not just working there to be like, oh, yeah, I saw shoes there. Here's a shoe. That's some money. Thank you. I Like, yeah, yeah. I, um, I've actually had some crazy encounters at work just because of talking, man. Wow. Like, mm. I, um, I actually came to a point in my life, I was like, screw it, like, if I'm going to lose my job, I'm going to do it for God. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, all right, um, I'm going to start praying for people. I didn't know, I, I don't know if this is against the company rules, blah, 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 blah. You know, and there was this, um, there was this, uh, this girl, um, she, 
she was with her mum. Uh, she she was pretty young as well. Um, from what I remember from the conversation, she was about to start school. And um, what happened was um, I was like, oh, what's what's going on with her eye? And then her mum was like, oh, I, I did it more politely. You know? yeah. <laughs> but like, <laughs> what's that on her eye? Like, no, no, no. Um, I did it way more politely than I just like yeah. <laughs> said. Poking it. <laughs> no, like um, what happened was like, I politely asked what was on her daughter's eye. Yeah. And her mom was like, oh, it's just, it, it, it just watches, it, it just been, it just keeps on growing. Um, this, that, you know, I, I don't want to get bullied at mm. school. I'm like, mm. oh, all, all good. No problem. And then I was, I was like, so is it okay if I pray for her? She's like, absolutely. So I pray for her. And then I'm praying over her and um, the water didn't fall off, mm. right? I was like, okay, well, I did my part. God, you, um, I just trust that's you. That's it. Mm. Right? Yeah, that's it. Um, yeah. And weeks go by, nothing. Months, right? A couple months later, I get a call from my manager. I'm like, oh, I can't work today. I'm out with my girlfriend. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. And then... And then she's like, Gerard. I'm like, yeah, what's going on? She's like, I'm not calling you for a shift or anything. I was like, oh, what's going on? And he's like, she's like, do you remember that girl you prayed for? I was like, oh, bro, here we go. And oh, then she's like, come on. she's like, yeah, the, the one had warts. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, um, yeah, we got an email from her mom. Um, the warts fell off. Wow. I was like, oh. <laughs> I didn't know what wow. to say. She's like, well, that just, she, <laughs> she's, she's like, that F's around with everything I believe in. Like, <laughs> I, was like, that I was like, oh yeah, well, um, God's good, man. Praise God. She's like, yeah, I guess. I was like, yeah, cool. She's like, well, you have a good day. I'm wow. like, yeah, you too. Wow. She hangs up. I'm, I'm like, I'm rejoicing. Like, wow. oh, praise God. Like she that got here. Awesome. And then she, um, she let me, I got to work one other day um, after that. And I see the email and there's this before and after photo. And like, there's no scars. Um, like there's no sign of a what ever being wow. there. Wow! And what's Brand new. crazy, right? This this mom went to doctors, specialists, you name it. She she spent hundreds of hundreds of dollars on her child. Yeah. And nothing was happening. As soon as Jesus steps uh, stepped into the picture, done. Yeah. Yeah. Done deal. Wow. Right. Praise and God. she's like, um, she got really ministered to, and uh, yeah, like, yeah. So yeah. something, the devil's always going to try to, um make you think that your greatest asset is your greatest weakness, mm-hmm. right? Like my, the the whole time through mm-hmm. high school, like Gerard's disruptive. He has potential. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah I was the same. <laughs> yeah, I right. got a lot of that too. Yeah, yeah, he's got potential, but he talks too much. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> like, I just like to talk. Yeah. And that, um, that eventually drew me into a, a place of like being reserved just because my teachers said so, because it wasn't um, the proper etiquette. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then, um, I get saved, right? I was like, wow, like talking to people is really cool. Yeah, like, yeah, I don't like obviously time and place. Like, yeah, you're not gonna, of course. you're not gonna start um talking about like um like hamburgers at a funeral. You know, yeah, yeah, of course. There's gonna be there's gotta be a time and place, and like when that time and place comes, you know it's from God, you know. right? Like even casual conversations, people you meet on the street, they yeah, God loves them. For God That's so right. loved the world. That's right? right, the world. Yeah, yeah. So use the gift you have. Like it could be art. Like um, you could be an artist. You could be a musician. You can yep. be you can be within that art um, sort of um, field, That's right? That's right. That's right. And like people say there's no money in art. Like there is. You mm-hmm. just got to work for it like That's any right. other, other thing. Exactly right? right. And it's like, it's like how bad do you actually want it? Yep. You know, 
like you hear like talking about like um what's the word um not christian what's uh what's the word what's the word not christian what's it called secular that's secular that's secular it. secular, that's secular. It. <laughs> there we go cut that out of the Ooh, podcast bro. <laughs> make me sound smart <laughs> <laughs> um what's the word secular <laughs> <laughs> yeah bro secular talking about secular like um one of these guys logic man yeah. like yeah. he was he used to be like one of my favorite rappers yeah. right he he grew up with a troubled um, na- uh, neighborhood mm. socioeconomic status was not too good you yep. know yep. um just a classic uh rags the riches story yep. but no one really dives into the process that happened in between like the story of david as well yeah from the um from being a shepherd, shepherd to being boy, a king yeah, that's right. right from being a shepherd to come on like from the pasture to the palace there's always a yeah, process right there's going to be a process in between they um the 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 time then you'd have to be thirty years old before you could do anything like um like highly right I'm mm, pretty mm. sure right don't take my word for it research it <laughs> <laughs> right um yeah so he ha- he literally had to wait all that time he had to serve under Saul until he was ready to be mm. actually become what God said he was and that whole time God was building his character yeah that's right, right? character and in the famous story of David and Goliath David says to him uh, says to Goliath like he says I've taken, oh, he says to Saul, uh, Saul, he's like, I've taken down bears and lions. This uncircumcised Philistine is no different, mm-hmm. right? This is, this is a, another giant, same story, right? Same God is going to get me through this, yeah. right? Different giant, same God, right? And then, and yeah, that's that whole thing. Where am I going with this? What was I saying? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah, but, oh yeah, arts. Um, <laughs> there's going to be a lot of creative people yeah. that are going to like being, being part of an Asian household, like yeah. Filipino to be yeah. exact. Yeah. Nursing is like the big thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Be a nurse, blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't want to be a nurse. Hospitals are like, I don't yeah. like the hospital. It's, it's weird for me. I yeah. don't like being in there and like, yeah. And it's just, I wasn't really vibing with the whole medicine and, yep. um, nursing sort of thing. <laughs> Pardon me. Jeez. Um, <laughs> cut that out. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I wasn't vibing with the whole um, medicine and doc- doctor thing and just um, being medical field. Yeah, medical field. That's right. Um, and I was like, I don't really want to do that. So um, I started researching, like, what do I actually like doing? And I was I was talking to um, our uh, life house lead, our youth leaders at the time, and then they. They helped me steer the right direction. Like a mm. uh, a pastor, he he went into a um a different sort of ministry. Mm. Um, he he like guided me like what what passions do I have? Like yeah. I was like, and I was like for the, all those people that are struggling with what you're passionate about, yep. I struggled with it too. Yep. Like I was like, yep. this this was like pretty, I'd say like pretty recent, like a couple years back. Mm-hmm. I'd say, um, and like, and what happened was, I was like, man. I'm not good at anything. Mm. <laughs> I'm like mediocre at everything. Mm, yeah. Right. And then that, I just brushed it off. I was like, okay, well, I might as well just finish a music degree and mm. see where that takes me. I'll get the gear and stuff. I got a job. Yeah. Um, and we'll go from there. Yeah. Not a solid plan, but yeah. it was solid enough. So I took it. And, and the same thought came back after I finished my degree. I was like, man, where am I taking this? Mm. And I was like, that thought of 
mediocrity. Yeah. It's like, man, I'm not actually good at anything. Mm. And God was like to me, well, did you actually take time to perfect anything? Mm. I was like, no. Wow. I was bumming around. It's like, wow. Hmm. Sounds like, <laughs> sound like he was dealing with your character. Exactly. Mm. Like yeah. he was, so I've taken it upon myself, like, you know, um, in school, yeah. the whole thing was like basketball. Yeah. And I was never the the good good yeah. kid. Yeah. Like I made the team, but I was, I was the role the, player. Yeah. I was on the bench. I was pretty oh. much, um, yeah. I was the, um, the water boy, if you want to say that. Oh, not so much. Wow. You seen water boy by, yeah, what was yeah. it? what's his name? Adam, Adam Sandler. Sandler? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was that, but I never, I, I hardly got to play because I was mm. trash, you know? I was like, okay, well, can't do that. What about, what about the guitar? And then I start playing the guitar and then someone who's amazing at guitar starts playing in front of me was like, okay, yeah. that's down the drain. Wow. Okay. What about singing? I can't sing. <laughs> like, oh I was like, All right. Well, what, what's left? What's, what, what, what else can I do? Um, and I was just thinking about all this stuff is like, I'm actually really good at talking to people mm. and just relating to people. That's it. And then that whole passion with, um, passion for people, passion for kids going through depression and anxiety and all this stuff. Yeah. Because I went through it and I was like, okay, there's a, there's actually a way out. 1 Corinthians 10, you know, um, God, God is not going to allow you to be mm. tempted beyond your ability, but yeah. with that temptation, he's provided a way of escape, right? Mm. So there's a way of escape and some kids don't see that escape because mm. they're so, they're so stuck in the middle where I was, right? They're stuck in the ditch, right? They, they hit a pothole and stayed in the pothole, mm, you know? Mm, yeah. And a lot of people don't um, recognize mental health as a, as a big issue. Yeah. They see like, oh yeah, um, here's some pills, get over it. Yeah. That's, that's my take on it. It's take all it, in your head. It's all in your <laughs> head. Like, yeah, but like it, <laughs> it, takes, it takes a physical toll on you yeah, as well. Yeah, it does. Like, it really does. Uh, when I was going through it, like I felt, um, I felt tired. Yeah, lethargic. Yeah, yeah, lethargic. I felt like I was constantly being imprisoned, mm. you know, and for those, those, those guys going through, um, guys and girls, sorry, I keep saying guys because I'm just like used to mm. saying guys. Hey, guys, how you going? You retail. But like um, people listening, like if you're listening to this and you're going through a depressive state or yeah. you're in a really rough season of your life like there is a way out like amen that's yeah. right meditate over 1 corinthians 10 like that'll yeah. help you right yeah and just go through the gospels matthew mark luke and john just watch the nature of jesus like what happened to jesus at at the end of um um of all those gospels mm. like he got crucified right yeah yeah they keep retelling of how he crucified and then he rose again right so there's always a there's always going to be a triumph there's going to be there's going to be the Christian life isn't like just just daisies and rainbows and yeah. all this stuff. Like we still go through stuff, dude. That's like, right. But the difference is we've got God. That's right. And God has the answer and he That's is right. the answer mm. every single time. And That's he right. provides the answer. And essentially what to break it down, who God is, is he's a father looking out for his kids. Yep. Right? All this provision stuff, all the healing stuff, all this prophecy, blah, 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 blah. A, a, B, C, and D, everything that um, is listed in the Bible, everything the preachers talk about, right? Yep. If you really boil it down, this is my perspective, right? Yep. If you really boil it down, it's just God being a father to his kids. That's right. Right? Simple. Simple. Yeah. Simple, 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 right? That's all it is. Yeah? So all those um, people going through depressive states, like, there's hope. That's right. Yeah? Yep. Amen. And yep. if you 
if you feel like there is none, reach out to us, please. Yeah. Like we'd love to, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to encourage you. We'd 100%. love to, we'd love to know um, exactly what you're going through, so we can help. Yeah, yeah like ask us questions as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like uh, we'd love, we'd love some questions about God, about us, right. about the church, about what we're doing, and that's right. Um, diff- yeah, different questions about like, I like a common that's something right. I went through um, with with my Christian work is pornography. Like yeah. I. I grew up Roman Catholic, right? Yeah. I got saved when I was like 17, 16, six, uh, 17, 17. Yeah. And from that point, before that, I got introduced to pornography at like maybe 10 or 11 years old. Mm-hmm. I went to a mate's house and he just sh- started showing me um, some mm. some stuff on the computer. I was like, whoa, like this is, this is pretty weird and gross, dude. Like, is that, ew. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was so shocked and it's, and it was like weird because it stuck with me. Yeah. And then a couple of years later, I started getting curious about it. Right. And it was just like, oh, okay. So this is, this is what it is. Yeah. And then um, it was just, yeah, from that point on, every day, porn. Yeah. You know, I got addicted, man. Like I didn't have my daily dose. I'd have to get my yeah. daily dose, yeah. man. And like this whole thing with porn and masturbation thing in the church, like it's it's an issue that needs to be addressed. That's so right. if like it's real and it's common, yeah, hundred percent. Like, um, I remember doing a study on on this whole thing for my um for one of my classes in my master's degree. Um, just a subtle flex. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, like um, yeah. Um, I'm only uh, like I'm doing my master's degree just for the listeners. I'm doing my master's degree in um in something that I love doing. Um, so it's, it's dealing with people. It's dealing with how to get from A to B for a person who's struggling financially, mm. mentally, physically, yeah. you know, their situation is not looking too good, but you want to get them to that, yeah. to that point of success. That's what I'm studying. Right. So, um, from music to, to that, it's a, it's a big jump. Yeah. Is it like different ballpark completely? Yeah. But yeah, anyway, what was I saying? Yeah. Ask us sure. questions about. Anything that you're struggling with, whether it be, I'm trying to remember, whether it oh be yeah. as touchy as porn. Yeah, yeah, That's um, it. yeah. Like if it's, bro, I've been there. <laughs> like I can't be the only one who's been addicted to pornogra- pornography. Yeah. Got saved, still looked at pornography, and then, and then something supernaturally changed in me. Yeah, I can't be the only one. Yeah, you know what I mean. Even in um, the scripture says like, if you're going through something, there's someone out there. The same struggles being, um, uh, what's it called? Experienced by, by brothers. Oh yeah, that's right. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not the only one going through that. And the devil likes to isolate you. Like, yeah. wow, you really did that, bro. Like, you really, you really, yeah. you really jacked off today. And you're a Christian. Am I like, am I allowed to say that? Like, yeah, but like, it's raw. You know, whatever. Yeah. Like, that's what the devil says. Like, he's he. I I fell under that as well. Like, uh, like, whoa, you. Yeah. You did it. You you wanked. Good one, Christian boy. I was like, oh, frick. I did it. I didn't have to, but I did it. Oh no, here comes a cycle. And then this whole whole decline of spirituality comes because yeah. you start listening to the devil. Right? And this whole stuff, the all these issues in the church that need to be addressed, we're we're gonna wanna address. So if there's an issue in your church um that you wanna address, like we'd love to talk about it. Yeah. We just yeah. Mm-hmm. We want perspective. Yeah, we want your perspective. You know. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, that'll come in the future episodes. 
Yep. So I guess to finish it off, does anyone have any final thoughts that they want to share? God's real. Yeah, God's 100%. good. And God's like good, yeah. He's, he's changed us 100%. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so thank you for listening or watching the first, the very first. Very first, baby. So First of many. Yeah, it will get better. It will get better. <laughs> thank you for tuning in to Harvest Now Conversations. We hope you got something out of it and want to stay connected. You can follow us on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram at Harvest Now Church to make sure you don't miss out on any future content. You can also message us at harvestnowchurch at gmail.com to suggest a topic to talk about or ask us a question. Until next time, stay blessed and see you in the next podcast.